Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. It's great to have you with me. Let me just warn you that we've got some noise from major construction around our studios in Nashville, Tennessee. So you may hear some background noise. It does not bother us. We trust it will not bother you. Let's talk about one of the most momentous events of our recent history. On January the 6th, 2021, thousands of people marched on Capitol Hill many of them with violent intent. They broke into the Capitol. They called for the death of Nancy Pelosi, of Mike Pence, of others. They tore up offices. They showed disrespect for the building. They beat Capitol Police, in some cases nearly to death. Uh, they stole artifacts. They took selfies of themselves in the Speaker's chair and in the well of the House. Uh, and they then left. Now we are in a season of investigation. We are in season of criminal prosecution. We are in one case in a season of uh, having a a certain person who calls him the QAnon shaman uh, evaluated for mental fitness. Is he sane? Basically is what the judge is asking. And it is a pretty horrible season in the life of this country. So let's talk about this for just a little bit because this is going to be uh, obviously a major page in our history books and it's also a major episode in our own lives, and we need to understand that a little bit. I want to start by saying I fully understand that many people who went to the Hill on January 6th were of good intent. They thought the election had been stolen. They believed what Donald Trump said. They believed that uh, Joe Biden and his Democratic machine had stolen that election. Or they didn't believe it, but they went to the Hill to pray. Now, this is absolutely true. I can name groups of nuns that went up there and hit their knees and and spent hours just praying for the country. I can name evangelicals who went up there to do the same thing. Not everybody went up there with the same intent. In fact, it's quite likely, it's probably better to say that we had a number of events going on at the same time. We had prayer events. We had patriotic blow shofars. Uh, call the nation back to godliness kinds of events. Uh, We had a number of things happening. But there is absolutely no question that we had people, paramilitary folks, of violent intent storm the hill that day. I live in D.C. I was nearby. I watched these people come and go from the airports. I watched them on the streets. I even watched them in restaurants because I was around. It's my community. And I have to tell you, they were angry. They were violent. They were threatening. Uh, They were in a revolutionary mode. They were rude. Not that that's the most important thing on that list, but they were. They misbehaved on airplanes. They mistreated airport staff. They intimidated other passengers. They had come to take their country back. Now, for those who went to pray, for those who went to say, Mr. Biden, you stole the election. Okay. I don't agree with them. I don't believe the election was stolen. I, th- I think they were played, but, but at least they went for peaceful reasons. At least they went for redress of grievances, which is allowed constitutionally to an American citizen. At least they went to pray and to uh, stand symbolically for calling their country back. I get that. 
What happened then, of course, was something horribly violent. People died. They died on both sides. People were beaten and beaten horribly. Uh, Capitol Police have told me and told the press uh, it was absolutely, quote, medieval. It was hand-to-hand vicious. If they could have stabbed you with the standard of a flag that they pulled off the wall, they would have done it. It was violent. It was intended to be violent. People chanted, hang Mike Pence. And by the way, there was a functioning gallows in the front yard of the Capitol. Hang Mike Pence, hang Nancy Pelosi. Okay, now I got to tell you, uh, this should bother any serious American patriot. So I'm disturbed by this event and largely because it means that some people invaded my country. Some people went up there to protest and make their voices heard and try to strengthen my country, but some people invaded their country. If they couldn't get what they wanted to, they were going to tear down what was. And they tried to invade my country. Okay, I can lay that aside for a moment to stick with the analysis here. Now, these months later, there is, has been, and you've been watching this, a movement, of a, an intention, a hope on Capitol Hill of forming a January 6th commission. This commission would investigate. This commission presumably would issue criminal charges. This commission would, of course, change issues of security and defense around the Capitol. Now, this creates, this call for commission creates a classic D.C. crisis where no one's going to look that good, certainly not the Republicans. Okay, let me tell you why. Because when the proposal for a cap for a commission for a January sixth commission was aired, Republicans immediately opposed it. Now, this was the the Democrats, frankly, forcing them to have to uh, make this case to oppose publicly. In other words, the Democrats outed the Republicans. Because of course you have to investigate January 6th. Of course you have to issue criminal proclamations. Uh, This was an insurrection. This was a rebellion. People were killed. Uh, More people would have been killed. Mike Pence, the vice president of the United States, had to be ushered from the Senate floor and taken into hiding by the Secret Service. By the way, the details of that day are going to come out in print, somebody's book, probably Mr. Pence's book, before too long. And you are going to be shocked, not only at his heroism, but at how dramatic the story really was. So, of course, there has to be an investigation. The problem is that there's stuff known always behind the scenes in D.C. that is not known out on Main Street. So the Democrats propose a January 6th commission and the Republicans oppose. Therefore, it can be said that the Republicans don't want to surface the real sources, real causes of the January 6th uprising. They don't want to have the facts known. They are on Trump's side. They are deniers. They want to hide his culpability uh, and they want to cover and protect and defend these people who did these violent Uh, unpatriotic things on January 6th. Well, of course, that's not quite true. The fact is that there's already an investigation going on uh, of these issues. That day is already being investigated. People are already being charged. People are being held in jail. And that investigation is being conducted by the Department of Justice. So the Republicans know this, and what they don't want then is a highly politically charged investigation coming out of Congress. 
See, that's that's this is the kind of information that often isn't aired in the news. And so it just sounds like, hey, the Democrats want to investigate and bring the truth to light. And the Republicans want to cover everything over. Not true. The Republicans are being outed. They're being forced out and they're not handling it well. So uh, Congressman McCarthy from California, uh, who is the House Minority Leader, uh, he is the main spokesman for the Republicans in the House, and he has been opposed to a commission because he knows there's already a Department of Justice investigation going on. Uh, charges are already being issued. Trials dates are already set. Uh, people are already being evaluated for mental competence uh, and on a large scale. So why would he approve the House engaging or, the, or Congress as a whole engaging in a investigation, which is going to be highly politically charged and uh, in which the Republicans are likely to take a butt whooping. And the reason is that most of what happened on the Hill that day was inspired and encouraged by Donald Trump. And, of course, various militias and paramilitary groups that took their signals from him or so they're claiming in court these days. So you have the situation where there should be a commission. Everybody knows there should be a commission. There should be an investigation. But there's already an investigation being done by the DOJ, which, of course, is less political than any invest investigation that would come out of the House or, or the Senate. And as a result, uh, the Republican leadership opposes it. Well, now the Republican leadership looks like idiots. Now they are opposing the investigation of one of the worst political crimes to happen in American history. They are opposing uh, the investigation of an insurrection, or so it seems. And I have to pause here and say, as a guy who coaches people in communications and, and helps craft language and helps craft speeches and policy and crusades and what have you, I got to tell you that the, the Republicans often uh, don't communicate well. They're not saying, hey, there already is an investigation. That's what they, McCarthy and others should be saying this. Mr. Scalise, who's the House Minority Whip, he should be saying as loudly as possible, there already is an investigation. We don't need another. There already is a bipartisan uh, investigation. We don't need another. That's what should be said. Instead, they said, we don't want one. It's not necessary. We don't want one. What does that sound like? Sounds like they're covering up. Sounds like they don't want the facts to be outed. Sounds like they're doing Trump's bidding yet again. So that becomes the problem. Well, the reality is, of course, that there's going to be a commission. And now, because the Republicans wouldn't be part of the process, there's going to be a commission largely staffed, largely chaired by Democrats, who, as we can well imagine, are gunning for Donald Trump, are gunning for Republicans, are on the hunt for anything any Republican or even conservative-leaning Secret Service or Capitol Police member did on that day to encourage that insurrection. So this is the classic Washington, D.C. conundrum. Somebody proposes something that, that looks noble. It actually has a number of motives, some of which are not very noble. The opposition, in, in, in an unwise and too broad a way, opposes, no, we don't need it. And as a result, it happens anyway, and it happens in a more bigoted, a more partisan way than it was going to happen otherwise. So now we're going to have a January 6th commission. And we're going to have a long, drawn-out investigation. We're going to have leaks. We're going to have press reports. This is going to go on for months. We're, it's going to be, take us even longer to get past it. Republicans are going to look bad. Uh, the Democrats are going to primarily chair this thing. And it's going to all be, as we all know, about the midterms. 
If you can hang Donald Trump around the necks of the Republicans, which, by the way, they're doing themselves left and right. If you can make it sound like they are unindicted co-conspirators, the Republicans are unindicted co-conspirators of the January 6th debacle, insurrection, then you can hang this around them for years, around their necks for years. The fact is, of course, they had nothing to do with it. Trump incited some stuff. The great heroes of that day were Republicans for the most part. Um, And they should join hands. They should stand together and work these things out and back the DOJ. And what they should have is is a commission on Capitol Hill safety. That's what should be bipartisan. That's what McCarthy and Scalise can encourage. Uh, that's what could be productive. Because I have to tell you, the security on that day was atrocious. It was atrocious. And that's what's got to be investigated. And if any member of the Capitol Police, if any member of the Secret Service, if any member of the military communicated with any of these insurrectionists previously, gave them aid, opened doors, uh, passed maps around, did anything like that, then obviously there need to be charges. The issue, though, is how the Washington game is played. We're not well served. What would serve us well would be a commission, an aggressive commission on Capitol Hill security and let the Department of Justice investigate the criminal issues of January 6th. But that's not how it's going to go. We're going to have a Department of Justice investigation that now is going to be interfered with by the House Commission and the House, well, a Congressional Commission. And the Congressional Commission is going to be largely loaded by folks on the left who have as their prime primary goal, hammering Donald Trump, who deserves, by the way, to be hammered for his behavior on that day, and hanging it all around the necks of the Republicans. And the Republicans should have handled it differently. Every time I hear uh, Mr. McCarthy or Mr. Scalise make an announcement, I, I, I just say there was a better way to do that. You could have won the day. You could have won the high ground. But I'll tell you what happens. I've got dear friends up there on the Hill. And when they talk to me over a dinner sometime about what they believe and what they long for for America and sometimes tears form in their eyes late at night, I, I'm telling you I'm moved by these patriots. When I hear them speaking on the floor of the House or the Senate, they've shrunk. They, 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 now they're in a partisan fight. Now they're angry. Now it's, you don't uh, do to, do not do to. And they're not the statesmen that we need because they get up there, they get in that toxic environment and they just want to spat at each other and do symbolic things to diminish each other. So I want you to be aware of what goes on. I want you to be aware of what's happening. And the conclusion of the matter is we do need a commission. It just doesn't need to be a commission that is investigating what the DOJ is investigating of January 6th. We need a commission that dramatically upgrades Capitol Hill and perhaps Washington, D.C. security. I've done a podcast on this before. Uh, The overlapping authorities and jurisdictions of D.C. security forces is a mess, and it did not serve us well on January 6th. So we can build better days. We can build better security. We can deal with the criminal element on January 6th, but we can't do it if we're fighting each other, if we get in the DOJ's way, and if we have these narrow partisan commissions that are all about the next election. Let's hope for a better day. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. 
Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.